Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's going to sound crazy, but everything you want is on the other side of being embarrassing. Thing, cringy, failing. When I think about all the times my life has changed in a really good way, it's usually because I've just been like, fuck it, gone for something that I was sure would not work. Intentionally put myself into embarrassing and uncomfortable situations. In the series where people try to hear no for like 100 days in a row, but they usually can't do it. What's up, my friend? You already know you're listening to Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And don't feel bad if you couldn't understand everything you just heard because this clip that I got from TikTok, in this clip, I should say, this woman is not only talking kind of fast, she also kind of cut a bunch of different parts of the video and blended them together so it sounded like one long speech, but it really wasn't. So I know that it kind of went by, you know, pretty fast, but don't worry, I'm going to go back and explain what you just heard before we continue, okay? So she was saying, this is going to sound crazy, but everything you want in life is on the other side of being embarrassing. I think the idea is all the most important things, everything that you want in life, you're going to have to accept the fact that you might feel embarrassed at times when trying to get those things, right? Being cringy or failing is part of the process. And so cringy, C-R-I-N-G-Y if something is cringy, it means it causes a feeling of embarrassment or awkwardness or maybe some kind of disgust. So it's something that you see or that you do and it just makes you feel like, oh, just your body cringes. It kind of gets tense and you feel uncomfortable and almost disgusted with yourself or whatever you've seen or you feel embarrassed or awkward about it. So a lot of stuff you try to do in life, whether it's trying to learn a new language or learning how to interact in social situations, you might feel cringy when you're doing it. You might feel embarrassed. You might feel uncomfortable when you're trying to do it. But on the other side of those uncomfortable feelings is fluency in the language you're trying to learn or complete confidence and charisma in those social situations. That's the idea. So being cringy and failing is part of the process. So she went on to say when she thinks about every time that her life has really changed in a good way, it's because she just said, fuck it and did something new. And so the phrase, fuck it, I guess can the, the meaning can change depending on the context. But in this context, it just it's something that we say when we are about to do something risky, but we don't care about the consequences, right? So you might be afraid of going into that social situation and talking to people and everything inside you is saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't embarrass us like this. But you don't care about feeling embarrassed. You don't care about the consequences. You don't care if it goes well. You don't care if it goes badly. You just say, fuck it. I'm going to do it. She just said, fuck it. 
and she went for something and she wasn't sure it was going to work or if it wasn't going to work, but she just intentionally put herself into embarrassing situations, you know? And the last thing she referenced was those series on like YouTube and TikTok and social media in general, where this person is trying to overcome their social anxiety. They're trying to overcome the fear of being rejected. And they try to hear the word no for a hundred days in a row. I'm not sure if you've seen these videos, but this person will record themselves going up to different people in the streets, asking for something, almost expecting to hear the word no, just so they can get used to hearing the word no. You see what I'm saying? Almost like exposure therapy. You're afraid of being rejected, so go outside and try to get rejected a hundred times until you don't feel that fear anymore. Hopefully that makes sense. So I'm going to play the clip one more time and we'll see how much more you can understand. It's going to sound crazy, but everything you want is on the other side of being embarrassing. Thing cringy, failing. When I think about all the times my life has changed in a really good way, it's usually because I've just been like, fuck it, gone for something that I was sure would not work. Intentionally put myself into embarrassing and uncomfortable situations. In the series where people try to hear no for like 100 days in a row, but they usually can't do it. All right, my friend, now the video you're going to hear next is directly related because one of the cool features of TikTok is you can watch a video, but then you can almost attach a new video to the old one and make it yours. So the video you're about to hear now is from a different lady who saw the video we just heard and she stitched or attached her own video to the end of the first one. If that didn't make sense, don't worry. You're going to see exactly what I mean in just a second. Okay, so let me play the clip. It sound crazy, but everything you want is on the other side of being embarrassed. Okay, so I saw this video and I had been wanting to share this mantra that my best friend told me about a year ago and I have been constantly using it since and it's gotten me to really put myself out there and the mantra is, I'm not afraid to be seen trying. This has gotten me to show up at yoga classes at scary new intimidating uh, studios. It's gotten me to go to class on days I didn't want to. It's gotten me to try a new hobby, jump in the ocean in the middle of winter. And as a people pleaser, it just really helps me recenter myself. I take a deep breath. I'm not afraid to be seen trying. And you can do anything. Amen, sister. All right, my friend. So, like I always say, don't feel bad if you couldn't understand everything you just heard. I'm going to go back and explain some things. So, again, this video you just heard, the young lady attached it or stitched it to the previous video, right? And she's saying she saw this video and she wanted to share her mantra. And a mantra is like a word or a phrase that's repeated frequently, especially as a way of expressing a personal belief or a philosophy. So the mantra in this case is, I'm not afraid to be seen trying. She'll just repeat that to herself again and again or whenever necessary to remind herself of what she believes, what her philosophy is and what her approach to life is. Right. And she said this mantra has gotten me to really put myself out there. There's two things I want to explain. This has gotten me to do something. The phrase in the present tense would be, this gets me to do something. And if something gets you to do something, <laughs> if one thing gets you to do another thing, basically, what that means is it enables you or motivates you or encourages you to do something. So on those days, when you don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to go to class, or you don't want to approach that person because you're afraid of getting rejected, 
what she would do is repeat this mantra to herself. I'm not afraid to be seen trying. And that phrase, that reminder, got her to go do the thing she didn't want to do. It encouraged her or enabled her or forced her or motivated her to go do that thing. So if I get you to do something, it means I, I do something or say something that makes you go do that thing or encourages you or inspires you to go do that thing. So in this case, it's gotten her to really put herself out there. And to put yourself out there just means to expose yourself more or less, right? To make yourself vulnerable or available for criticism or rejection. You say, here I am. This is me. This is what I got. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you say. You can judge me, criticize me. I don't care, but I'm going to put myself out there. I'm not going to hide behind this armor or this mask because I'm afraid of getting judged. I just put it out there into the public, right? Into the public eye to be seen and judged or appreciated or whatever, right? So if you put yourself out there in a social situation, it means you get out of yourself, out of your shell, let's say, and you get out there on the dance floor, you get out there and you talk to people, right? So this mantra, I'm not afraid to be seen trying, got her to put herself out there to try new yoga classes at intimidating studios. It got her to go to class on days that she didn't want to go. It got her to try new hobbies and jump in the ocean in the middle of winter, right? And as a people pleaser, it really helps her recenter herself. And a people pleaser is somebody who tries to please everyone around them at the expense of their own needs and desires. It's the type of person who will try to please everyone around them even if it's detrimental to themselves, right? So I feel like I'm repeating myself at this point, but you know that kind of person who has needs or desires or wants things to be a certain way, but they sacrifice their own desires and needs just so they can please everyone else because they're so afraid of disappointing people around them, right? That's a people pleaser. They'll do whatever it takes so that everyone else is happy, even if they themselves end up miserable because of it. Hopefully that makes sense. So she's saying as a people pleaser, it really helps her recenter herself, right? To regain a sense of balance and calm in her life. She just <sighs> takes a deep breath. And what you just heard me do was take a deep breath. If you're anxious or stressed or frustrated, somebody might tell you, relax, just take a deep breath, which means breathe deeply. <sighs> Take a deep breath, man. And then she said, again, I'm not afraid to be seen trying. You can do anything. Okay, so hopefully it's much more clear now. Let's play it one more time and then we'll continue. It sound crazy, but everything you want is on the other side of being embarrassed. Okay, so I saw this video and I had been wanting to share this mantra that my best friend told me about a year ago and I have been constantly using it since and it's gotten me to really put myself out there and the mantra is, I'm not afraid to be seen trying. This has gotten me to show up at yoga classes, at scary new intimidating uh, studios. It's gotten me to go to class on days I didn't want to. It's gotten me to try a new hobby, jump in the ocean in the middle of winter. And as a people pleaser, it just really helps me recenter myself. I take a deep breath. I'm not afraid to be seen trying. And you can do anything. There are many things that keep people from speaking English fluently, confidently, and naturally. Laziness. Ineffective methodologies. 
not having anyone to speak with on a daily basis. But one of the most pervasive things that keeps people from speaking English fluently is self-consciousness. And just in case you don't know, self-consciousness is the awareness of one's own existence, thoughts, and feelings, especially as it relates to how one is perceived by others. It can also refer to a feeling of unease or embarrassment about oneself, often related to one's appearance, behavior, or abilities. So what I'm saying is that one of the most common barriers to speaking English fluently is the fear of being judged by others. People don't want to be seen struggling down the path to fluency because they're afraid that the spectators, or the people watching them, are going to point fingers and laugh. Afraid that someone's going to make fun of their accent or their elementary level vocabulary or something strange they've said. People are afraid to be seen trying. Many cultures around the world place way too much importance on appearances. So if you appear to be struggling, uneducated, uncomfortable, inexperienced, or imperfect in any way, it won't be long before everyone around you is talking shit about you. And online, it's even worse. No matter how good you are at something, there will always be a little bitch in the comment section of your videos with something negative to say. And they can say it without having to feel the consequences because they can do it on a phone from the safety of their homes. Now just let me stop really quick and explain that in this context, the word bitch is being used to describe a weak, envious, and cowardly person. But I'm sure you know that depending on the context, the meaning will change. And back to what I was saying. In many cultures around the world, including mine, we're so much more obsessed with looking good than we are with actually being good. I mean that morally, intellectually, physically, and technically. And so for many of us, the idea of being wrong or being thought of as ignorant is unacceptable. Even if we're trying to cure ourselves of that ignorance, because that's what learning is, by the way. To learn is to cure yourself of your own ignorance. But instead of curing our own ignorance, we do whatever is necessary to protect our egos and reputations while also pointing out the ignorance of others. This behavior is weak as fuck, and you need to liberate yourself from it. If you can't identify with this behavior, that's great. But for those of you who can, I want you to stop and imagine what your life would be like if you weren't afraid to be seen trying. How much more could you know if you were finally ready to accept the fact that you don't know everything? How much better would your English be if you weren't afraid to let people hear you speak imperfectly? How many more relationships could you have if you weren't afraid of being rejected? How much more energy would you have for yourself if you stopped wasting it on thoughts about what other people think about you? And I'll let you in on a little secret. Most people don't think about you. They're thinking about themselves. Most people don't judge and criticize you the way you judge and criticize yourself. And the ones who do judge and criticize you don't fucking matter. The only people judging and criticizing you are the people who refuse to look at themselves in the mirror and face their own flaws and shortcomings. 
And instead of fixing their own problems and getting to a better place in life, they have to bring other people down so that they can feel better about themselves. Why the fuck would you care about the opinions of someone like that? I heard somewhere before that you should always be yourself and live life in the way you want to live it because the people in your life who matter won't mind. And the people who mind simply don't matter. Let me explain that really quick. If something matters, that means it's important. It's significant. You should care about it. If it doesn't matter, then it's unimportant, insignificant, and you should not care about it. And if somebody minds, it means that uh, they care, basically. So somebody might ask you, do you mind if I smoke in here? And they're basically asking you, do you care if I smoke in here? Is it okay if I do this? Or would you have a problem with it, right? And so going back to what I said, the people in your life who matter won't mind. When you be yourself, when you try to step outside your comfort zone and try new things and become a better person, the people who are really important in your life won't have a problem with that. And the people who have a problem with that typically don't matter, right? Somebody has a problem with you trying to learn new skills and better yourself. That person most likely isn't important. At least they shouldn't be. So those who matter won't mind. And those who mind don't fucking matter. So let this episode serve as a reminder that you've got to accept the fact that trying to do something doesn't look sexy or cool on Instagram. But it's the only way to achieve success. Which does, in fact, look sexy and cool on Instagram. The minute you stop trying to look successful and instead focus on trying to be successful, you'll be more focused, attract better people into your life, experience more internal peace, and ultimately reach your goals, which was all you wanted in the first place. A master is nothing more than someone who was willing to show up every single day with the mindset of a student. A professional is nothing more than someone who is willing to show up every single day with the mindset of an amateur. All of the negative things that you think people are going to notice and think about you are really just indications of what you notice and think about yourself. So be humble. Have a little more empathy for yourself. This life doesn't come with an instruction manual. We're all learning as we go. but. It's the ones who aren't afraid to be seen learning that learn the most. <laughs>